motherfucker got the heart of a killer. Young guard in the building by the start of religion. By the call, been lighting up and order some missiles. Bring them straight to your block and go to war with you bitches. If you hit the head, pin the rest, fall in position. Shoot a nigga on his porch and make him fall in his kitchen. Cop the big boy porch with all the specifics. And I keep that torch, baby, call me Olympics. Red, white, blue pill, flip my skills like gymnasts. And never give a bitch money, blood, or kidneys. When the gun goes pow, I be at the finish with my metal around my neck. Autograph from my tennis. The land of the murder, dope crackers and syringes. Pull up on you in the coop, how fat is your engine? Never talk to those that sat on them benches, boy. I was in the game on fourth and inches. These niggas want the business, come and get these boys the business. See you fucking with the boy that talks all before Christmas. Got all these hoes tripping, got all these hoes stripping. And we ain't PSC, but them bitches know we tipping. I just bought a pint and ain't none of y'all sipping. Make my friends buy the own fuck, I'm tired of being friendly. Ain't gotta lie just to try to be with me. Bitches up in heaven waiting at the die to be with me. I'm crazy for being Wayne, or is Wayne just crazy? I've been around, I'm still around like them gay cocaine men. Hairpin trigger, no, I won't shave it. I spy hip hop in the ocean, I'm gonna save it. The South is so dirty, bitch, you can't bathe it. Holly girl dog, and I feel like mating. Baby girl, your pussy's looking so vacant. And it's fuck you and fuck Georgia Bush not making. Fuck waist deep, I'm in over my head. But it's cool, I'ma make it, I'm good like making. Your girl wants me to come around like Reagan. Your boyfriend is softer than the carton, the eggs in. I don't fear nothing but God and weddings. At the top of my paper, like I'm starting ahead. And my homie Santana, yeah, that's my ace. But you may know us as I can't feel my face. Yeah. Weezy, bitch. Give a fuck about you at all. I'm paid. Been that way for a long time. Looks like I'ma die like that. Cause if I ain't, I'ma just die. <laughs> Just how the top feels when I'm on In the game, I'm no cheater I'm a tiger, I'm a cougar I'm a panther, I'm a bingo Ocho Cinco I'm Gilly, shirts off and Gilly In a pair of Gucci flops Feeling freer than Willie When them niggas left, I got a little bit chilly But I just let it burn like the end of the Philly We... morning feel me you know i just i just had to i had to do that that's some classic little wayne stuff classic classic stuff finally got my computer back working uh so i've been using my phone to shoot my podcasts which which is cool i get to walk around and do my thing but now i'm back in the lab sitting down you know talking my stuff 
Yes, sir. It's your boy Dubs in the building. This is the 24th episode of The Analyst. I don't know why I'm so hyped, but it's football Sunday. We got games going on early. The last of the uh, London games. We got the uh, Ravens and Titans right now. I think it's almost halftime. Ravens should have them up. Let's see. Let's see. What's the score? Let's see. Let's see. What's the score? 15 to 3. They might try to get themselves a field goal, but that's what it looks like right now. Mm. Yes, sir. So the big game. I was so hype, uh, hype about. I'm mad I missed this game. I'm mad that I didn't watch the full game and stuff. Yeah. Like. Uh, this Washington and Oregon game. Mm, I said it yesterday. This says. Big implications, especially both teams being seven and eight. They both can be sneaking into the top four. I don't think a loss hurts them. I said it yesterday. If they lose close, whoever loses close, I think I said the Washington. Might be the both. If whoever loses close, I don't think they should get faulted. And not be still considered when it comes to playoff time. Because both of these teams are electric. Their quarterbacks are electric. The running game is electric. We have receivers out there getting clutch TDs. And God dang it, it was a game to remember. The number seven Washington Huskies. Beat the number eight Oregon Ducks 36 to 33. First half, it was 22 to 18. Hmm. So you already know it was both teams just getting a feel for each other, just fighting. Two, two pit bulls going at it. Second half. Oregon could have won it. They could have won it. Mm. Bad late game um, adjustment uh, by Dan Lanning. Going forward on fourth and two when all he had to do was just punt it. Instead, he gave Washington good field position. And Michael Penix Jr. led this Washington team down the field as Rome Oduze caught the game winning TD. That was wow. Wow. That's what I like. That's what I like to see. Yes, sir. You got to have that type of stuff. You got to have these type of games where... You got two juggernauts going at it. And I couldn't have been more excited to see two guys like Bo Nix 
and Michael Penix Jr. just put on a master class and played the way they played. Oregon's offense put up a total of 541 total yards as Washington put up 415 total yards. Michael Penix did have one INT, which is okay. That's fine. Oregon had 31 first downs as Washington had 24. The time of possession shifted to Oregon where it was 34-21 to 25-39. Oregon, I mean, Oregon made that bad, bad decision. I don't think it'll hurt them too bad. They they gonna be fine. They gonna be good. It just Dan Lannon, you gotta make better decisions, buddy. This is big, big game. I get it. You know that your team is good, and y'all can get down the field. Even a key field goal towards the end, they missed the easy one. You right in the middle of the field, just kick it straight. Mm. Let's get into talking these stats about these two teams. We got Bo Nix putting up 33 of 44, 337 yards, 7.7 .7 yards a pass, two TDs, no picks, 82.0 QBR. Bucky Irvin had 22 carries, 127 yards, 5.8 yards a run, one TD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Troy Franklin had eight receptions, 154 yards, 19.3 yards a catch, one TD. Tez Johnson had seven receptions for 71 yards, 10.1 yards a catch. Um... Michael Penix Jr. was 22 of 37, 302 yards, 8.2 yards a pass, four TDs. He did have that blemish of a pick, which is okay. 89.2 QBR. Dylan Johnson had 20 carries for 100 yards, five yards of rush, one TD. Um, Roman on Doomsday. The game winner, the game breaker. When he gets to that next level, whoever gets this guy. Oh, playmaker. Eight receptions for 128 yards, 16 yards a catch, two TDs. Jalen Polk has six receptions for 118 yards, 19.7 yards a catch, one TD. Mm. I love it. I love it. This is what college football needs. We need games like this. Gotta, gotta have more of these games going on. And Oregon, well, you know, um, it's it's going to be telling for them the next two weeks as they have Washington State. And then they play Utah on the road. I can see them going seven and one. It could, it could go either way. Um, Utah's not a pushover. They play pretty good on defense, and then Washington State, my boy Cam Ward, you know. So we'll see how that goes. Then after that, they have California. They have USC at home. 
Arizona State on the road and Oregon State at home. That's it. Oregon can be a team in that playoff picture. As long as someone slip up, oh, they can sneak in there. I feel like they deserve to be in there. Yes, sir. As for the Washington Huskies, they have Arizona State next week, which will be a cakewalk. Then on the road at Stanford, USC versus Utah, on the road, Oregon State, and playing Washington State at the end of the season. Mm. Right now, the Pac-12 standings. USC still holds the lead at 4-0. Washington's 3-0. Oregon's 2-1. Wow. What a game. What a game. I hope everyone watched that game or at least tuned into it. Watch the highlights. Ah. Mm. This game right here I'm about to talk about. Oh, this was not one of those master classes by Mr. Caleb Williams. Oh, my goodness. I was saying, I was saying yesterday that uh, Notre Dame was going to play some defense. When they played Ohio State, they only lost by three. They only gave up 17. It was more so the offense just had to do more. And it just seemed like that defense <laughs> it really showed up to I mean yesterday. Wow. Wow. Like neither team on offense played good at all. It just Notre Dame just kept getting key picks that put them in position on USC side of the field where they were just getting easy touchdowns. Mm. As the number 21 Notre Dame fighting Iris beat the number 10 USC Trojans 48 to 20. It wasn't close. At any point. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. It was 24 to 6 in the first half. It was 24-14 in the second half. No. Caleb Williams was 23 of 37, 199 yards, one TD, three INTs. Marshawn Lloyd had eight carries for 46 yards, one touchdown. Uh -uh. Sam Hartman, I mean, he got touchdowns. He had no blemishes. Uh, he was 13 of 20, 126 yards, two touchdowns. I think his name is Austin. Aldrich Estime. Sorry about that. Young man yesterday played a pretty decent game. 22 carries, 95 yards, two TDs. Chris Tyree had two receptions, 62 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Neither offense was getting off. Nah. USC had 302 total yards, five turnovers. Terrible. Notre Dame had 251 total yards, no turnovers. Mm. 
Come on, USC. Ah, I was looking at some of the highlights, and Caleb was running for his life. That Notre Dame defense was, they was gunning for him. Oh, they was not going to let him sit in that pocket and just do what he do. Mm -mm. It's pretty troubling. They got Utah next week, then Cal. In those next three games, ooh, this this will determine if Caleb is Heisman legit and his team is at least in that playoff talk legit. But yeah, those next what is that? Five games? Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's tough to measure, honestly. Hmm. Facing Washington and Oregon and UCLA. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, It's going to be a tough one for them. But them next five games, we'll see how they do. As for USC, they got Pitt on the road at Clemson at home versus Wake Forest and on the road versus Stanford. All Sam Hartman and that team got to do, they can't afford no more losses. No matter who it is, they ain't got no ranked opponents. No more losses. You can finish the season 10-2 and because you got a credible win for a top 10 team. Just keep doing your thing. A game I was watching pretty heavy once I got home. I was doing some Amazon flexing, flexing, HPK flexing. Ah, my Hurricanes said yesterday, y'all needed to redeem yourself, especially from that last week. Ah, second half, I don't know. That was that. That was terrible. That was terrible. Yesterday, mm, mm. see, this is the thing I be watching when I'm watching certain quarterbacks. Cause you could tell when they get to the next level, you could tell certain things uh, that the guys are doing that's a red flag that you shouldn't do. Tyler Van Dyke. Do too much of staring down receivers. Like I was watching this one pass, and he was looking for the receiver coming on the drag route. The linebacker was sitting right in the, sitting right there, sitting right in the zone. He threw the ball. The dude jumped so high and caught it. I said, "Why would you make that pass? That was it was terrible decision making. It was terrible." <clears throat> Excuse me. Now it looks like he he tried to will them back. He did. He tried. He was thirty-one on forty-eight, three hundred and ninety-one yards, four TDs, two INTs. Nah, wasn't enough as the number twelve North Carolina Tar Heels beat the number twenty-five Miami Hurricanes forty-one to thirty-one. Hmm. Yeah, it's like one quarterback seemed like he got a 
I do some adjustments. The other guy, the one that they've been talking about since the season started. Oh, he stepped up. Oh, he stepped up. That man, Drake May, was 17 of 33, 273 yards, four touchdowns. Mm. Like, especially when uh, Miami was giving UNC good field position and all they had to do was just get down the field. He get it to his playmakers, and they just did what they did. Ah. Like I said, I ain't got no hate towards UNC. I like their basketball team. Always have. You know, just the football team I never root for because they ain't never been this good. But I, I rocks with them. Omarion Hampton had 24 carries, 191 yards, one touchdown. But the star player of the game that was out there just balling. Devontae Walker has six receptions for 132 yards, three TDs. Mm. Miami had 482 total yards. UNC had 508, but Miami had four blemishes, four turnovers. You can't do that. UNC had none. 28 first downs of 23. Miami led in that, but that's what's going to happen when you're on the field. More and everything. It's not good. I don't like it. I don't like it because the next couple games, oh boy. Great. Gotta play Clemson at home. That is not an easy win as this Clemson team plays very tough. They got Virginia at home. They should be fine. But I've seen games where Virginia has got the best of them. <clears throat> NC State on the road. Then they play Florida State. You know, that, that rivalry. That, that's that old Miami and Florida State rivalry. They just hate each other. <clears throat> they play that on the road November 11th. Then against Louisville, who's a, who's been shown that they are a pretty good team. Yeah. And then they're on the road against Boston College. Right now, they're 11th in the ACC. They got a lot of work to do if they're going to climb, but they got to beat certain teams. This is all ACC now. Ain't nobody else. You have to beat the teams in your, in your division. I'm just hoping they can just carry that on. As for UNC and Drake May, they have Virginia at home, Georgia Tech on the road. It's going to be a tough one. Campbell, that's a cakewalk. Versus Duke, you know, that's that. That's that in-state rivalry right there. You know, that love-hate versus Duke, number 17. You know, on the road, Versus Clemson and on the road versus NC State. Right now, UNC the second in the ACC. I don't really see them falling off too much, but yeah, that's uh, those are those are the games. I was just like ah, like I knew like um, certain games and certain teams really had to show up. And Miami and USC didn't show up. They just 
They let me down. They let me down. Number one, Georgia beat Vanderbilt 37-20 as Carson Beck had himself a good game. He had 261 yards, one TD, one INT. They get the player of the game was Dejon Edwards, who had 20 carries, 146 yards, one TD. The number two Michigan Wolverines and J.J. McCarthy did what they was going to do against Indiana. Like I said, it was going to be a lot to a little. As they beat Indiana 52-7. Then we got number three Ohio State and Kyle McCord putting out 276 yards, three TDs. Marvin Harrison Jr. had six receptions, 105 yards, one TD. As Ohio State beat Purdue 41-7. Florida State. What a statement win. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Jordan Travis and them Seminoles uh, beat up Syracuse 41-3. As Jordan Travis had 284 yards, one TD. Penn State nipped the Lions. Will y'all stop? Beating up on these teams and killing them. Because ah. it's, it's just, it just seems like anybody that's in y'all path, y'all just, y'all putting up damn near 50 or 60. And number six, Nittany Lions beat Massachusetts 63 to nothing. Despicable. Alabama got themselves a good win. Beating Arkansas 24-21 as Jalen Milrow had himself a good game. 238 yards, two TDs. Uh, Pittsburgh pulled off the upset uh against Louisville at home. 38-21. Jack Plummer for Louisville had 350 yards, one TD, but he had two blemishes. DJ Usually and Oregon State beat UCLA 36-24 as Usually had 266 yards, 2 TD. Uh, Carson Steele for UCLA had 22 carries, 110 yards, 1 TD. I was watching a little bit of that game and it just seemed like UCLA just couldn't get a rhythm. So it was going to happen. Um... We got Utah beating Cal 34-14. Duke beating NC State 24-3. We got Tennessee, number 19 Tennessee, beating Texas A&M 20-13. Arizona pulled off the upset, but pummeled. <laughs> My boy Cam Moore and Washington State in their stadium. 44 to 6. No. Excuse me. It's not supposed to happen. What happened? Why? Why? The game was ugly. It wasn't a competition at all. Ah. Yeah. That was just despicable. Just despicable. Um. We got LSU beating Auburn 48-18 as Jaden Daniels had 325 yards, three TDs, one INT. 
Oklahoma State beat number 23, Kansas, 39-32. As Jason Bean had 4 and 10 yards, 5 touchdowns, but he did have 2 INTs for Kansas. Um, Ali Gordon, the second, had 29 carries, 168 yards, 1 TD. He was the player of the game. And Missouri beat number 24, Kentucky, 38-21. Mm. Yeah, it was gonna happen. It was it was gonna happen. Yeah, it was it's one of those you know, one of those type of days, you know, when you watch and uh some teams showed up. Other teams I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what was going on. Um, let's talk about this NFL. Yes, sir. This is what we get ready for. We get ready for games like this on Sunday. Yes, sir. Let's go. We ain't playing with nobody. Y'all think this is a game? Yes, sir. We got right now the Baltimore Ravens are still up on the Tennessee Titans. 18-3, 12-13 in the third quarter. Baltimore is about to punt the ball. Lamar Jackson right now is 14-19, 146 yards, 7.7 .7 yards a pass, 1 TD. As a team, they're running 23 times for 95 yards. Dave Flowers has three sets of 28 yards and a touchdown. As for the Titans on the other side, well, Tannehill's not really doing much, dealing with too much of uh, that Ravens pressure. As he's 7 of 11, 67 yards. Derrick Henry has six carries for 13 yards. But that's that game. Let's talk about these games. Let's talk about these news that's going on in the NFL. Right now, news are saying the doctors are telling Justin Jefferson he's expected to be out four to six weeks. Um, he's undergoing testing in four weeks. And they're going to look at his hamstring, which is going to hurt that. Uh, Vikings offense, even though they have Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne, but uh, losing Jefferson right now, especially in his key stretch, oh, uh, it hurts, and it already sucks because he never got that long-term extension before the season started, so him getting paid but hurt, mm. Yeah, it hurts him. Right now in the season, he had 36 receptions for 571 yards, three TDs. The coach, uh, Kevin, Kevin O'Connell, said is not expected to be end of the season type of injury. Kirk Cousins is expected to stay with the Vikings in 2023. And will not to look to weigh that no trade clause in his contract. And I know Mike Greenberg been saying 
that the Vikings should trade Cousins to the Jets because they need quarterback help. Well, if it was going to happen, it's not happening. Keep hearing about A-Rod coming back. Why would I want to be traded over there? You want me to play for just to get you out to the playoffs so he can get the glory? No, sir. Not happening, bucko. Devon Achan will return from IR after four games. I uh, he hurt his knee, but they wanted to make sure there was no other damage, so he'll be out for a short period of time. He was second in the league in rushing with 460 yards, seven touchdowns. Ah, it hurts my Dolphins team, but it's okay because we got Raheem Mostert. We got Savan Ahmed coming back. We got Chris Brooks. That's been uh, a young guy that uh, we've developed. Um, oh, wait a minute. What? Oh, hold on. Uh, Jalen Revney, recovery progressing well. Cool return next month following left knee surgery. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go. Get him back faster than I thought. Let's go! Oh, that's good news. That's good news. Deshaun Watson could return in week seven as he's been dealing with a deep rotator cuff contusion, which has made it difficult for him to drive the football when he throws. But there is belief that he will play next Sunday against the Colts. Yeah, he's been dealing with that injury. He said he can't throw it. He can't get his arm up. That's a, that's a big, big thing, you know, especially for a quarterback. You got to get the ball down the field to your receivers. You got to throw it. You got to put some velocity in it. And if you don't have that strength, you're going to be basically just throwing duds out there. But in his absence, the Browns will turn to P.J. Walker, who was promoted to the active roster on Saturday after signing to the Cleveland Browns practice squad August 30th. Walker made seven starts over three seasons with the Panthers, completing 57.5% of his passes with five TDs, 11 interceptions. But the Browns will be out another key offensive player, all-pro left guard Joe Batoni, who has been ruled out for Sunday's game with a knee injury. But Tony, who made 102 consecutive starts for the Browns, will be replaced by Michael Dunn, but is expected to be back next week for the Colts. Also, Browns tight end David Njoku, who is listed in a question about the suffering burn injuries to his face on September 29th, will try a liar fire pick. He's also expected to play against the 49ers. Ah! Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. This is not good news. This is not good news for the Jets. No, it's not. Didn't notice. Jets rule out Sauce Gardner as he has a concussion for the Eagles game. Oh, my goodness. That is no bueno. 
The Jets will face the Philadelphia Eagles today without starting corners Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, who have been previously declared out with a concussion. Dime back Brandon Echols, who has a hamstring, is also out, leaving the secondary in shambles as it prepares to face the high-powered receiver tandem of A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Oh, my goodness. Well, I guess it's gonna get ugly because the Eagles, oh, they're going to attack that secondary. They are going to attack that secondary because, uh, yes, their front seven is very good. They could play the run very well, but. What happens in that secondary when you ain't got certain people? Yikes. <laughs> I ain't a Jets fan, so I don't, I don't care. But hopefully those guys get healthy and can come back. Ah, Let's talk some more uh, things and then headlines. Elephones, Muller, and London Super Bowl in the distant future. Hmm, that would be pretty crazy. Um... Yeah, that'd be pretty different. I don't know if I, I would trust it for the players. Uh, since like guys like Matt Milano and other teams, they said that turf is too rough, and guys have been getting injured. So just to have a Super Bowl there, it'd be a great experience for those guys. Um, I don't know. I guess. Uh, what would that be like for the fans? Like, you pay for Super Bowl tickets, then you got to pay for plane tickets. I wonder how much that would cost. Then you got to figure out how much that hotel is over there. What if I want to go to the Super Bowl? I got to figure out all this stuff. I got to figure out. All right, man. Whatever. I don't care. I might go. I don't know. I ain't never been to the Super Bowl. I ain't never been to the Super Bowl. Giant Saquon Barkley hopeful to play versus the Bills. I would just sit because, no, the Bills about to put damage on you. Just don't do it. Just don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, sir. Talk about these key games. Carolina Panthers, they over five. As they play them red hot Miami Dolphins in Miami. Yeah, one o'clock today. That man, two a tongue of Iloa. He has sixteen hundred and fourteen yards, eleven TDs, five picks. Raheem Mostert right now is the guy back to being the lead guy for the Dolphins with 58 carries 314 yards 7 TDs Tyreek Hill has 36 receptions 651 yards 5 TDs I feel like they're going to try to shadow him today they're going to try to take away certain things in that zone but I feel like this is going to be a big day for Jalen Ramsey because the last time he played the Panthers, he was going off. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, just pay attention to that right there. 
Uh, we got the Arizona Cardinals playing the Los Angeles Rams at 425 as Matt Stafford has 1,451 yards. Five TDs, five INTs. Kyron Williams has 770 carries, 298 yards, five touchdowns. Puka Nakua has 46 receptions, 572 yards, two TDs as he leads the National Football League with Cooper Cup coming back. Uh, we got the Washington Commanders and the Atlanta Falcons. Sam Howe has a uh, 1,349 yards, 6 TDs, 6 INTs. John Robinson has 67 carries for 364 yards. Terry McLaurin has 25 receptions, 261 yards, 1 TD on the season. The Minnesota Vikings go traveling down into Chicago as Kirk Cousins has 1,498 yards, 13 TDs, 4 picks. Alexander Madison has 64 carries, 276 yards. As DJ Moore for the Bears has 27 receptions, 531 yards, 5 TDs. Mm, I'm going to get into that game. Ooh, that's my upset game. Well, it's not really upset because they both got the same record, but I'm just saying, like, it's going to, whatever. We got the Seattle Seahawks, 3-1, versus the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 2-3. and three. We got Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. 1,045 yards passing, 5 TDs, 3 INTs. Joe Mixon has 84 carries, 328 yards, 1 TD. Jamar Chase is looking to still put up his receiving numbers. As he has 44 receptions for 476 yards, 3 TDs. We got the San Francisco 49ers who put up 30 straight points in 8 straight games. Would they do that against this Browns team? They could. But without Deshaun playing, I think the Browns are going to try to play ball control. So, it'll be pretty interesting. As Brock Purdy has 1,271 yards, 9 TDs, no blemishes. Christian McCaffrey has 99 carries for 510 yards, 7 TD, MVP candidate. Yes, sir. Brandon Ayuk has 21 receptions, 378 yards, 2 TDs. We got the Indianapolis Colts facing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence uh, has 1,258 yards, 5 TDs, 2 INTs. Zach Moss has 89 carries, 445 yards, 3 TDs. Christian Kirk has 30 receptions for 335 yards, 1 touchdown. The New Orleans Saints head to Houston, where C.J. Stroud has 1,461 yards, 7 TDs, with no blemishes. Uh, tries to get help from Damian Pierce, who has 84 carries, 247 yards, 1 TD. And Nico Collins, 25 receptions, 467 yards, 3 TDs. Patriots playing the Raiders. Now we know what happened last year. Uh, these fools on the Patriots trying to throw it backwards and throw it right to Chandler Jones. He catches it. And he stiff arms Mac Jones and runs for the game-winning touchdown, which, ah, one of those, like, butt fumble type of blunders. That's how I can characterize it. That was ugly. But uh, Mac Jones has 1,008 yards, 5 TD, 6 picks. Just Jacobs has 82 carries, 
235 yards, two TDs. Devontae Adams has 37 receptions, 442 yards, three TDs as they get Jimmy G back today. The Philadelphia Eagles take on the New York Jets. Eagles looking to continue their win streak as they get ready for the big, big showdown when they play the Miami Dolphins. As Jalen Hurts has 1,262 yards, six TDs, four INTs. DeAndre Swift has 76 carries, 434 yards, two TDs. A.J. Brown has 35 receptions, 541 yards, two TDs. Look for him to really go crazy today. I can see him having about eight reception type of game, over 150, maybe two touchdowns. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. It's going to get ugly fast. The Detroit Lions, 4-1, taking on the 3-1 Tampa Bay Buccaneers as Jared Goff has 1,265 yards, 9 TDs, 3 INTs. Ah, uh, we got David Montgomery with 88 carries, 371 yards, 6 touchdowns. Mike Evans has 20 receptions, 337 yards, 3 TDs. And, uh, is it a Sunday night? Sunday night game, ain't it? Yeah, Sunday night game, the New York Giants play the Buffalo Bills as Josh Allen looks to continue his hot start with 14 and 7 yards, 7 TDs, 5 INTs. James Cook has 61 carries, 292 yards, 1 touchdown. The dog, Stephon Diggs, has 39 receptions, 520 yards, 5 TDs. Uh, and then the Monday night game, the Dallas Cowboys. Will they rebound from that whooping they took to the Cowboys uh, 49ers as they go to L.A. to take on the Chargers? Justin Herbert, who still has the messed up finger, uh, has 1,106 yards, 7 TDs, 1 INT. Tony Paul has 81 carries for 340 yards, 2 touchdowns. Keenan Allen has 35 receptions, 434 yards, 3 TDs. Boy, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Mm. It's going to be some crazy games today. Yes, it is. What I like out of these certain games today, um, and it's, uh, I'll probably say the one game I'm looking forward to, I'm, I might watch aside from the Dolphins game. I was want to watch the 49ers and Browns, but without Deshaun, no point. Uh, I'll probably say the Saints and the Texans is what I'll watch. CJ Stroud's been playing pretty good this season. Um, the guy's been balling out there. Uh, let me see if I can pull up his stats because I was watching what he was doing. Where is he at? Where is you at, mister? Where are you at? Right now, C.J. Stroud, when throwing past the sticks, has 67.4% adjusted completion percentage, 945 yards, 7 TDs, no blemishes, 122.2 passer rate. I like how he's seeing the field. He's starting to slow things down. I think in the first two games, he was just rushing. He was trying to just... Make certain plays when it wasn't there. And I think he's calmed it down now to a point that he's starting to get it. The game is coming to him. Now, it's a tough opponent playing the Saints. 
Saints play very good defense. I like what they have, especially in that back half. Um, right now, the ESPN vote, they have them beating the Texans at a 54.3% uh, vote. Derek Carr has... 946 yards, four TDs, two INTs. Alvin Kamara has 33 carries, 131 yards, one touchdown. One of my favorite running backs in the league. Chris Olave has 25 receptions, 318 yards, one TD. Another guy I've been watching since he was at college. Um, right now, they have Andrews Pete is questionable, their guard. The offensive tackle, Landon Young, is out. JT Gray at safety is out. Uh, Lonnie Johnson at cornerback is out. Um, for the Texans, Christian Harris, linebacker, is questionable. Tank Dell at receiver is questionable. Robert Woods is questionable. Uh, the things the Texans got to work on, they got to stop giving up certain stuff. Uh, they got to start giving up so much. Like, the offense is putting up 376, but their defense is giving up 345. I think it's still early in the season. They're still young. I like Derek Stingley Jr. He's a great corner. Um, but they're going to need a little bit more. Right now, they're giving up 233.4 yards of pass, but give it up 112.4 rushing yards of games versus the Saints. The offense is putting up just enough, 310.8 yards a game. But the defense is giving up 289.2 yards. Uh, passing yards, they're only allowing 107.6. But they're only giving up 91.6 um, rushing yards a game. Pretty interesting game. Uh, right now, they're 24th in passing yards, 20th in rushing 22nd in passing, or points for, but they're fifth in points against. So, yeah, C.J. Stroud got a lot to work on. Uh, this is going to be a, a good one. He's going to have to really figure some things out, uh, read through his progressions. The Texans are going to bring a blitz. They're going to bring that heat. And he just got to just, he just got to be on his stuff. Uh, I don't see him really struggling too much. But we'll see how it goes. Um, I was looking at something this morning. This was crazy. They said Tua Tungavalo and Tyreek Hill are on pace. Tua is on pace for 5,488 yards passing, which is a single team record. And Tyreek is on pace for 2,213 2, receiving yards. Um, well, that's a single season record. My bad. Paving Man had 5,477 yards in 2013. Tyreek, uh, Calvin Johnson had 1,964 yards in 2012. We'll see if them boys can keep it going. I believe they will. I don't think they'll falter or or slow down anytime. They might have like a few games where they're not really putting up those type of numbers. But I can see the Dolphins really just doing their thing and not struggling. Um, this game today is not going to be too much of a a game where they're just going to be struggling. I will see like the, the Panthers defense will play hard. They will try to keep it within where like they're not trying to give up big plays. But it's just that Dolphins team will try to 
attack when it's needed. They will try to hit those big, I would probably say chunk plays. That's why I think uh, Jalen Waddle is going to have a big game because if you're shadowing Tyreek and you're really trying to watch him, you're going to leave somebody else open. And the one that you're going to leave open is going to be that guy. Can't leave him open. Mm -mm. Leave him open if you want to. You're going to be sitting there watching him getting TDs after TDs. Um, another guy to pay attention to. Um, I like this Jags and, and Colts game. Uh, no, Anthony Richardson. He's out for four weeks as he has a, a messed up AC joint in his shoulder. Um, he kind of hurt himself last week going for a run. And you know how these linemen are in the NFL. They will not just sack you. They will either fall on you or slam you. And uh, right now the Jags have the 65.4% fan vote um i can see the jags taking this game uh right now on the season like i said trevor lawrence has 1258 yards five tds two pick travis Etienne has 95 carries 396 yards three touchdowns um uh, right now the colts um brandon smith at offensive tackle is out Ryan Kelly at center is questionable. Zay Jones is out for the Jags. At receiver Walker Little at offensive tackle is out. Devin Lloyd at linebacker is questionable. Devon Hamilton at defensive tackle is on IR. And Christian Braswell at corners is on IR also. Ah, Jags got to work on some stuff. This this be a good game to work on it. Because their total offense, they're putting up numbers, but giving up, it's almost that close. It is that close. Um, so, Jags will have a pretty good game today. Um, we'll see how they do. Right now, the, the Colts offense, our defense is giving up 402 yards a game, which is not good. Giving up 282 yards passing and 119 yards rushing a game. Um, is Gardner Minshew should play within the system. I don't think he's gonna force too much. Um, it should be a close game. It's not gonna be no crazy stuff. It ain't gonna be no shootout. It'll just be close. I'll say the first to twenty-seven will win this game, but we'll see how it goes. Um. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I'm going to have the Jags to take this game. Let's see. This Cardinals-Rams game is going to be pretty interesting. Because uh, I don't think Kyler Murray is going to play in this game either. Uh, I think they're going to still sit him. Joshua Dobbs has 980 yards, 6 TDs, 2 INTs. 
James Conner has 68 carries, 364 yards, two touchdowns. Marquise Brown has 25 receptions, 300 yards, three TDs. Right now, they have Elijah Higgins at tight ends, questionable. Josh Woods at linebacker, questionable. Dennis Daly at guard, questionable. Marquise Brown is questionable. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be, I I like the ESPN vote is seventy two point seven percent going to the Rams. Uh, like I said, it's gonna be close. I was like I said, it's gonna be first to twenty. Well, for this one, I think the Rams is do enough. The, the, the Cardinals have been playing some decent defense. It's not like they're giving up a lot. I mean, from the stats, yeah, they do, but they play some tough, tough teams to start out from Washington to Dallas, San Francisco, and Cincinnati. So it's going to look like. Their defense isn't that good, but when you playing marquee teams, it's going to happen. Same with the Rams. Like, when you playing Seattle, San Francisco, Cincinnati, then Indy, where they had to go to OT, and then Philly last week. It's tough. I see Matthew Stafford, Puka, and Cooper Cup having a pretty good game. I think both of them have, at least for Cooper and Puka, at least over 100 receiving. Um, if Marquise isn't 100% himself, Joshua Dobbs is going to have to really rely on that running game to attack, which they probably will do most of the game. Um, I just, I just, I'm just going to stick with the Rams on this, on that game. Um, let's see. I'm going to just go through picks and tell you who I think will win. Dolphins will be Panthers. Rams will be Cardinals. Right now, the Titans are trying to climb back. Right now, it's eighteen to thirteen with six forty nine in the third quarter. Um, but I got the Ravens to win. Falcons to beat the Commanders. Bears to beat the Vikings because that man Justin Fields been balling, been balling. Yes, sir. Justin Field has 1,143 yards, 11 TDs, 5 INTs. Khalil Herbert has 51 carries, 272 yards. Um, like I said, uh, without no Justin Jefferson, um, maybe the, the Bears' corners will finally wake up and try to, you know, keep those receivers in front of them. Don't let... Kurt sit back, then he throwing bombs all game because that's what he loves doing, throwing them bombs. But I, that's my upset pick. I like like the Bears in this game. They they gonna try to push the tempo. They gonna try to run the ball. They gonna really try to attack with uh, that DJ Moore and Jay, Justin Fields combination. So I got the Bears to win that game. Seattle and Cincinnati. Joe Burrow continues his start. I don't think he'll slow up too much. The Seahawks defense hasn't been showing me anything, but they really haven't beaten up on anyone. It's just their offense has been doing enough. So I got Joe Shiesty to. He's gonna probably put up about three hundred today. Jamar Chase, he's uh, 
he's fired up just after what uh God, who said it on the Seahawks, but they they gave him some bulletin board material and I think he's gonna go off for at least hundred and fifty today. I can see that. 49ers and Browns. I got 49ers to beat the Browns. No Deshaun. Should be a pretty good game for the Niners. Like I said, Texans to beat the Saints. Jags beat Colts. Raiders to beat the Patriots. Eagles to walk the Jets. Bucks to beat the Lions. Bills to beat the Giants. And then Chargers to beat the Cowboys. Yes, sir. You can catch me on TikTok at Dubs in the Building 24, Snapchat at Young Dubs 26, my Facebook like page at Dubs in the Building. You can check me out on all a lot of platforms: Amazon Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I'm on there. Uh, like today. I'm going to do some exclusive stuff. I'm going to talk some basketball, which will be separate episodes. And then, like, for my, if people subscribe, I'll talk wrestling and stuff. So, I'm going to be busy, busy today. Either if I'm on the road driving or I'm being podcasting and watching sports most of the day. So, yeah, I'm going to be busy this week. I'm going to be on it. I'm going to be on it. Y'all have yourself a good Sunday. Watch these games. Hope nobody gets hurt. Hope these games are competitive. I catch you on the flip side as I talk uh, about the Monday night game with the Cowboys and Chargers. I break that get down and I talk about the games from Sunday. So, y'all have a good one. I am.